Welcome to Off the Clock Conversations with Lily and Lauren. I'm Lily. And I'm Lauren. We are two therapists here to share some hopefully helpful insights into therapy, life, and everything in between. On today's episode, we're talking about our values, how they evolve over time, and what values-based actions look like. We've been told, for legal purposes, we need to remind all viewers and listeners that these are only conversations that are happening off the clock and for knowledge and entertainment purposes only. If you're in need of therapy and psychological services, we, or someone we'd know, would be happy to meet with you on the clock. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Welcome back to Off the Clock Conversations with Lily and Lauren. How's it going, Lauren? It's pretty good. I'm, I've been doing a really intense puzzle. Let me just show you. This is what I've been working on. <laughs> right now, just a pile of puzzle pieces, but... Why are you and Charles torturing yourself? I love it. I love, I feel like the most mindful when I'm like doing puzzles. It's just a weird obsession. You know, actually, when people ask me about therapy, the way yeah. I describe it is that I'm I'm doing a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like doing therapy, yeah. especially behavioral work or stuff like that. It's like a puzzle piece. Oh, yeah. You're just trying to find the right piece that hooks in the right place for all the other things yeah and then you tell them how to look or like the skill or live within their value actually you know what let's talk about values <laughs> today yeah. Yeah, I feel like they're the like what makes the puzzle pieces stick I think so too so what are values Lauren so I love the way they talk about this in the dialectical behavior therapy manual because they talk to them about like ways that we want to live in the world. They're not goals. They can't be achieved, but they're just the way that we want to be. And so of course it's going to evolve over time, but how we want to be in the world and there are different kind of areas of them. So there's like family relationships, um, success, achievement, there are different types of values that we can hold and thinking about the, how we want to live them out in our lives. And when you were like, I don't know, in high school, achievement and success probably look different than it does now. Yes. Like achievement and success in high school was like getting invited to the teen center dance by a very attractive young person. And it is no longer a success and achievement to be invited to a high school dance by a high schooler. Like yeah. we've got <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. That would be illegal <laughs> anyways. And just not even appropriate. Like just no, yeah. no. No, yeah. in my values, actually, <laughs> at all. But yeah. I, and that, I love that you bring it up because even in, like, if anyone that listens to this podcast that's in high school, like, even in high school, like, my value was to be a very successful basketball player. Yeah. To the point, and, and putting, I, I won't name my high school, but putting my high school on blast, like, I was a scholarship kid because of basketball. Like, I got a scholarship to a private school which meant I had some of almost most of my grades handed to me. 
So the only value I had, and, and then I had a best friend who really valued studying and really wanted to be a studious person versus I was in the gym. We all have specific values in certain parts of our lives. Mm -hmm. And I think as like, for me being in my thirties, like, like a, another example in my twenties, didn't really care value. Money wasn't necessarily a value traveling being with my friends and family was a big value yeah certain like being successful in my career but I didn't really think of success in such a like different it was just like I just want to be good at my job yeah I just want to yeah I just want to have a job that was like the the bar the bar was really different at different points in time yeah so what happens? Why does, why, I would want to say, why do values change? But I think it's a pretty straightforward answer, but let's ask that question. Why do values change? Because we change. Because at different points in our lives, different things are important. Mm -hmm. And when I think about what was most important to me when I was like 16, what was most important to me when I was 26, and now that I'm in my 30s, um, of just how much has changed. And I really, I used to value fun and the most above all else. When I was like 16, mm -hmm. like what was fun for me was being, I was really obsessed with Paramore. This is dating me. Obviously I wasn't 16. <laughs> I, I wasn't 16. I this Lauren, I love this Lauren. <laughs> I was obsessed. My kind of only thing I wanted in life was to get a signed sweatshirt by Paramore. Oh, that was it. that was my goal. I had achieved something, and it's so funny thinking about that now. Like that's I did, I did get that. That did happen. They came to the the team center in <laughs> Connecticut, and I got my jacket signed by Paramore. It was oh. the greatest day of my life. Um, it come true. Yeah, obviously until I married Charles, um, <laughs> but. <laughs> You can't say when you want it to come true. You just yes. believe and it'll come true. Yes. And, but now I think about like career and like other things as really kind of taking precedence over that. And of course, a lot of these things are integrated. Like I could never have a career where I didn't actually like it. And I, I don't like stalking bands on social media or something like that's not really the social media was my space. So stocking bands on MySpace is no longer a thing for me, not just because MySpace is dead. Yeah. Well, doesn't exist. Yeah. So for yeah. me, like values change because I've changed, the circumstances have changed in my life. Like what was, what is the most important value for you right now? Honestly, right now it's family. Yeah. Right now, my most important value is family. Second to that is the success and financial. And then third to that is financial. And my success, my value within my success is really like actually providing very good care and like doing, yeah. like loving my job and doing good at it. So having that, both of those two go within that and then comes yeah. money. But the reason it's family, I think because like Adriel and I just got married, what, two months ago? Almost. Mm -hmm. oh, holy crap. It's only been two months. <laughs> um, and it's like, I think we went through this phase while we were in a relationship and we were engaged and all of that. But the, the phase where you start like realizing like 
both your families are your family, right? Yeah. It's kind of hard because like one, we're like Middle Eastern, they're Hispanic and Dutch, like Dutch. So like the cultures are a little bit different. So then how we live is a little, how we grew up is different. Even if the cultures weren't different, every family grows up differently. And then personalities are very different. And then obviously in every family you have like loud personalities and every personality has a flaw in it because everyone has flaws in their perspective. But then I think for me and for Adriel, we, we communicate so often about how to ensure that in our mindset, everyone is our family. Like, yes. It's not the in-law, it's the family. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's a much, the way that you see family is much broader. Yeah. Then it's not just like, we're blood related through like this line this yeah. lineage it's yeah it's a much broader and I think that's so much of who you are I think that one of the things that I always say about you Lily is like I was thinking back to this time I stayed at your apartment had to be like I don't know maybe like eight years ago or something I stayed at your apartment and I was like saying like Lily's like kind of like no questions asked friend she's like <laughs> I just remember like it was like maybe a couple of years after I had left Clearview, I stayed at your apartment and I woke up to like Turkish coffee in the morning and you were just like, you just opened your home to me in this way. That was like, no questions asked. I think I had like texted you at like 8 PM the night before being like, is it cool if I crash at your place? And I you were like, of course you were literally like, Hey, I'm going to be there for like eight <laughs> hours between flights. Um, what are you doing? I was like, come to my house. And you're like, yeah. are you? Sure. And I was like, I'll pick you up from the airport. Of course. What do you mean? Where else? Are you? Of course, come to my house. <laughs> and it was one of those things, like I can so see that as your like kind of core value, because I was like, yeah, Lily's like one of the only people I know who just be like, no questions asked. Of course you're here. Like read me my fortune with the Turkish coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Did it come true? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember how all that ended up. Um, but I, I feel like that's so true. It was like one of my like favorite stories about you because it was something like just so clear about who you are as a person and your values. Ew. And I think that's, it's so interesting how, like how that definition of family changes, what may have been like, and how it may have been very narrow when we, like, I don't know, when we grew up, I feel like my first like 10 years of life, Christy was trying, my sister was trying to convince me that we weren't family. <laughs> my sibling said they found me in a trash can and I believed it for a very long time. This is like, I want to say it's traumatic, but it's not, it's become humorous that I believed them. <laughs> no, but that's how, you know, you have an older sibling. It's like, did you think that you were adopted out of a trash can for six years? Um, and you know, the worst part when I went to Shiva, my mom, and I'd be like, did, I, did you find me in the trash can? My mom would be like, yeah, of course. It was the neighbor and I found you together. <laughs> mom, you're not supposed to be in on it. <laughs> Part of the joke. But so tell me like now, what is, so how do you enact that value? How do you live that through other than taking in like stray coworkers? It's, oh. <laughs> 
Well, to be fair, you've been my friend. So once you go into the category of a person that I love, whether you love me the same way or not, like it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I think with with this whole situation, it really has been interesting because it's it's so funny. I was talking to Adriel about it because I was like, dude, like one, I think it's within women, this competition thing, yeah. mm -hmm. right? Because I was like, do you guys do it? Like, do you guys compete with our fathers? And he's like, we really don't. <laughs> We're very simple. <laughs> like, no one cares. Where for me, I'm like, and I love my mother-in-law. I really do. She's an amazing yeah. human being. And then there are moments where like, she's talking to her son that she gave birth to and she raised, right? And he has a beautiful relationship with his mom. So he like calls his mom for advice. And then sometimes she gives advice where in my mind, it's really good advice. But for a split second, I'm like, why? <laughs> and then I have to stop myself and be like, why why are you even having a reaction to her conversation with her son which is really like it's that's a beautiful thing that's a good thing like if you yeah. have so it's really intentionally being mindful of those little moments where mm -hmm. I'm like I like I don't like it and then I have to ask myself why don't like why are you why don't you yeah. like it why are you uncomfortable with it and then it's like okay well I feel like it's a really stupid. I'm going to say this. I'm going to be judgmental of it. But I'm like, I feel like she's like taking him away from me. And then I'm like, it's his mother. <laughs> but I think sometimes like we have this kind of old tape of like love is somehow a zero sum game. Like if you like there's only a max amount of connection that you can have. And so sometimes it's like those competing values of not losing the things that we have. Yeah. And then there's family and you're like, no, I think that there's a little bit more room than I think. <laughs> yeah. But I think one of the things I do is I really intentionally, my mom is always going to be my mother, obviously, because it's different, yeah. right? but intentionally I work hard to make my perspective perception of his mom also as a mother that loves me yes. and gets to know her personality and just like my mom annoys me, allowing myself to be annoyed, but still love her the same way I love my mom. Just like like my siblings. My siblings are the same exact way and his siblings are the same. Yeah. So we all get to make mistakes. We all get mm -hmm. to be flawed. We all, every system has its own, like we go through our waves of hurt and discomfort and all of that. But at the end of the day, you're always going to love your family. And you, in my mind, I make sure I call them my family as much as I can. Yes. And I don't say in-law. I say my brother, my friend, my family. So I, I've been working really hard, which we were talking about that today because we were both like, it's so interesting how you have to work for some of your values to make sure you still act within them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Mm. yes. What's one of your values that you're working on? So I'm really working on, I'm trying to figure out what exactly to call it. Um, I don't know if it's, I think maybe it's authenticity and it, like integrity. Like, And I think the way that it, when I describe it, I think it'll make maybe more sense. But I was thinking a lot about the way that I talk to myself around my body. 
and thinking about, I'm sure there's a whole podcast in here about body image and being like an AFAB person, but I was thinking about like, thinking about like kind of living, living my truth and like being authentic and making sure that the way that I, the things that I believe that I'm showing up with them both for myself and for other people. So I was thinking about whenever I think about like how I feel about myself, which is sometimes like in conflict to how I feel about other people. Like, I feel like I'm more harsh with myself than I am with other people. Yeah. I think about how I would tell, how would I explain what I said to myself, to my niece. Mm. And so I've been thinking a lot about like the body that I'm in, not the body that I want to be in or the body that I was once in. Yeah. And it's really hard. Like the body that I was once in, because that, yeah, it hits hard, especially like, you know, you're, body changes as you like, as you age. And it's definitely been hard to like, be like, okay, this is how I look right now in my life. And it's not always easy. Like, you know, some days are harder than others, but on a hard day when I'm like, I hate the way that I look. Yeah. And if my niece were to ask me why, and I was like, I don't like the way my, you know, stomach looks in 2024 Mm. because in 2016, it looked this way. I would never tell her that. Yeah. I'd be, I would never say that. I'd be never be like, you know what? Your um, arm looked better when you were three. <laughs> I do that. Like we, I wouldn't think about bodies in that way. So when I'm thinking about being authentic to my beliefs, which is like, I believe that like, I want to have like gratitude for the body. I'm in the things that it does for me and really kind of aim for like a body neutrality. Like I'm never going to be like, you know, like running around being like, I love this body. Like, you know, like really like kind of excited. Maybe I will. I don't know. Not today. Um, but Yeah. That this is my body. And I think it's fucking awesome that I can like, you know, like go to Pilates or whatever it is that my body's doing or, um, making a lot of hand gestures. Um, so I can be like kind of excited about that and not kind of fixate on, well, I think in 2014, I was this number, like this is the weight I was at. So I I've been trying to, to think about it and like, when I think about, when I have a, you know, thought about myself being able to then think about, well, what would I tell like my niece? Would I say, um, my body has to actually look different than it is. Or would I say like, my body does awesome things for me every day. I think this is, and this is cause it's interesting. The, what I'm going to ask you is what is the value of being, of changing your language with yourself around the, your body? What's the value within for you? I was trying to think about what it is like, cause I believe this is how, what I believe about bodies in general. I just don't apply it to myself. Yeah. And so I was like, is it being authentic? Is it being compassionate or, um, having gratitude? Like, I feel like there are a few different things in there and I'm not sure exactly what's highest, but I want to like, this is obviously stuff I talk to clients about all day. And I'm like, it'd be quite hypocritical if that I went home and I was like, well, that doesn't apply to you motherfucker. (laughs) No. And I think this is the thing where one of the things that I've known, I've known you since 2015. And by the way, I was doing our, one of our Instagram marketing and I realized I was like, holy shit, like technically it's 2014. So technically it's been 10 years. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And then I saw a picture of us from 2015 when you were going to New York to become a doctor. And I wrote at the bottom 
uh, mom, don't leave us a four star for this. But I was like, this bitch is leaving me to go become a doctor. <laughs> That's amazing. We have to post that. I know, right? <laughs> But I was like, um, I actually am going to post it next time. But one of the things that I'll say from you and who you were, and when we used to have these conversations back in the day with our dogs, yeah. um, I remember one of the things about you that you always live within that value is of you're very accepting. You're an accepting human being of anyone and everyone. It's just, I think that's the piece where you're like, I want to live within that value now for myself. Yeah, that's so true. I hadn't thought of it as acceptance, but I think that's what it is. Like kind of accepting myself as I am right now, as I would anyone else. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. And it's been something that I've been like, you know, I think it's, that's something that's evolved. I think at different stages in time of my life of like having greater acceptance in different moments, but not wanting acceptance of myself to be conditional mm-hmm. on a specific number on a specific, you know, achievement of wanting to have that unconditional acceptance or self-compassion all the time, just because I'm a person who exists in the world. Yeah. And I think it's one of the things that like, I love that we're talking about this because that acceptance and one of the things and that I enjoyed being your friend and chose to be your friend before you be chose to be my friend (laughs) is because I remember one day we were walking our dogs uh around the the clear view um and I think like Hazel was doing something and we were both like I was like why does Hazel do I think she was eating dog poop or something and I was like why is Hazel like eating other dogs poop and you were all like let her be herself. Why, why are you even like, let her be who, who she wants to be. Let her be herself. And that was one of the things. And I think that's the other thing about you where I'm going to say, if you can repeat to yourself as much is let yourself be yourself. Let your body be itself. Like you take care yeah. of your body. You do. You're very loving to your body. You just visually don't let your body be, be itself. Yeah. And that's, I love that, like thinking about it through that way of like letting it be itself and that's what's needed. Right. And like the different ways that we do that, like one is by like taking care. Another thing is like verbally the, what we see, how we see it. Mm-hmm. And so this is, I think such an important scale as we're thinking about our values is like, even as we've been talking, like we've been in the field for like a decade and we're still trying to figure out what's that value like we still need that and so this is one of those things like it's really hard sometimes on your own to really think through what your value is and what it isn't and to really put a name to it but as soon as we get that label it's a lot easier to like you know one of my colleagues used to say like you have to like name it to tame it and it's just it's a lot easier to like figure out how to talk about something when you have a label for it Yeah. And I think that's one of the things when people ask me, like, how important is therapy? Um, Like, is it a necessity? One of the things that I always say is like, first of all, it depends on what you're going in for. But no matter what, it's like, it's like checking in at the doctor and doing a checkup. And sometimes you with life, you're like shifting so much is happening, people's perceptions and people's ideas of you, especially like, 
you have friends and families always wanting different things for you. And then you're like, I don't know if I want that. So going into a space, telling someone and having someone help put those puzzle pieces together and say, well, it seems like this is one of your values. So what do you think about that? And then being able to take that and then go. And then like therapy is helpful in that way that you have someone outside of your life helping Mm -hmm. you put the puzzle pieces that you're like, does this fit here? And you're like that kind of, but this one fits better. Or yeah, that totally fits there. It's a necessity. It is. And when I have therapist friends like you, this is what we do. We create conversations every Thursday. (laughs) Well, I think that's it for this Thursday. That is it for this Thursday. I appreciate us talking about values, actually. And I hope everyone that listened to our conversation got something out of it. Feel free to leave us comments, ask us questions. Um, tell us whatever you need or want us to talk about. We will gladly go into those conversations for you guys. And hope you guys enjoyed another episode of Off the Clock Conversations with Lily and Lauren. Lauren.